J every day. Kick your feet up and enjoy. You gotta thing be now. ready. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Are you ready or not? Mike That's is hot. New thing now, man. I'm trying to catch you saying something funny one day. Mike is yeah, hot. We're gonna be on. That's gonna be oh, the most hilarious time. <laughs> we yeah, here, man. man. Happy Friday, y'all, man. We had to come back to y'all. Shout out to everybody listening on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Sound and what. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> yeah, Montgomery College Radio, even though, you know, for the time like, being. For the time being, you're X'd out. Yep. But, you know, we still still appreciate y'all. Last episode, we didn't mention the coronavirus, but this episode, we cannot help it. It's it's here and it's strong. And so many, <laughs> so many NBA players and NFL players and football coaches and soccer mm-hmm. coaches and all of that. Got it. A lot of people have it. Yes, sir. But... Wash your hands, guys. Use hand sanitizer. Act like you do have it. Stay away from people. Yeah, man. That's all you can do. We've been telling y'all social distancing is real. Y'all need to do it. We all need to do it. It's the only way we going to get over this. It stinks. But the faster we all sit down, faster we all get to go outside. <laughs> but tall girly, Some- man. Tall girly gets released. Yep. Got released and then got signed. Who signed it? Ty Gurley went going back down to Atlanta, Georgia to play for the Falcons. Okay. You know, he went to the University of Georgia, so now he's back in Atlanta. Um, and he's playing uh, he's back in Georgia, and he's playing for the Falcons, man. I know my little brother, um, Michael's ecstatic, man. Mm-hmm. You think that's going to work? Uh, I don't know. It needs to be seen what, what's going on with the Falcons as well, man, because they were not good at all last year. Interested to see, you know, I guess they're rolling with Matt Ryan at the QB position, but the defense, they're just riddled by injuries. So I think a lot needs to work out for this move to work. Um, his 2020 salary, you know, with the Rams was $7.5 million, with the Falcons is $6 million. Um, and so, you know what, it's minus $2.5 million, but his, uh, his total earnings, $11 million, you know, he tallied it. So he's still one of the three... Leaves one of the three highest paybacks in the league. You know what I'm saying? No matter how he slices. So mm-hmm. I guess it, you know, I guess it still worked out um for him. Getting seven and a half million from the from our Rams, six million from the Falcons. So hey. I don't know. It was interesting to see. I mean I, yeah. I don't got really, paid. I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it. I like it on the on the end of the move for the Falcons. I don't like it on the move for the for Todd Gurley. I mean I feel like why money wise or um the the team team wise? I mean, I, look, I just, you just need to get a job, man. I and know. In this climate where you can't move around, if somebody's ready to sign, you just let them sign. Nah, man, I feel like he still could have went somewhere. Um, I think the maybe the Eagles. Um, and I've mentioned Tampa Bay. You know, seeing what they now that Brady signed today, and we'll get to his contract. 
I'm just not high on the Falcons this this upcoming season. Uh, I don't. I think that defense, man, needs a lot of work. Uh, those injuries that they suffered last year, and then uh, I just don't think they'll be able to bounce back uh, defensively. Um, I think they had the same problems with Matt Ryan, questionable. So we'll see. We'll see on that front. But your boy, your boy Tommy. Yeah, he finally got finally his deal. worked out his uh, contract, man. What do you think it. about it? Two years, fifty million, all guaranteed. Includes another nine million for contract incentives. Four and a half make this million. Way harder for uh for when Patrick Mahomes gets high. Mm-hmm. Contract also, all guaranteed, like all fifty million. Yep. Yeah. Oh my. Contract God. also prohibits tags and trades, so you can't tag them and you can't trade them unless he wants to, of course. Um. Yeah, and you know the fact, folks are saying the fact that you know. That he has that clause in there, um, seems like you know maybe he has the idea of playing past these two years, possibly see how these two years go. That's the only thing I could think of. I don't see why not. I don't see why else you would put those clauses in there if these are the last two years. It don't matter if they could tag you or trade you, but if it's not, who knows? But I don't know. What? How do you feel about two years? Hey, but fifty million all guaranteed. Um. I've seen folks from other teams that were possibly in the Brady running like, ooh, I'm glad we didn't get him for that price. You know what I'm saying? So what do you think about that? My first thought, of course, my first thought, of course, is it's terrible for um, for us, the Chiefs, because um, um, Patrick Mahomes' uh, agent is going to have a field day and he's just going to get exactly what mm-hmm. or, or even better than what Tom Brady has. So that's my first thought. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you are going all in right now, mm-hmm. and you believe heavily in Tom Brady and Bruce Bar- uh, Arians, and um, My boy I Byron. guess so. Byron left with you down there too. I think. Yeah. I think they might be able to work. Hey, it, 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 it could be very much successful, but um, if it doesn't, that's fifty million dollars guaranteed down on down the drain. But it's only two years. You know what I'm saying? You had to move on from Jameis Winston if you didn't believe in him. So. Hey, if I'm not, if, yeah, if I'm a team, I, I'm just, uh, I'm just a Chiefs fan, so I'm lucky to have uh, Patrick Mahomes. So if it was any other team and Tom Brady's coming at me, hey, why not? Okay, yeah, I, man, fifty million. That's the one that's killing me. The fifty million, yeah, all guaranteed. All but guaranteed, hey, it's Tom Brady, man. man. Yeah, it is Tom Brady, and like you said, if he's coming, we you know, <clears throat> if you got a chance to sign him. You're not gonna unless let. you have like um, Kyle, I mean not Colin. Well, yeah, Colin Murray, um, um, Lamar Jackson, uh, yeah, like Sean Watson, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Unless you got one of those bona fide certified Aaron Rodgers. Unless you have them or a young guy, you know, if he comes to you, I mean, I don't. You're not gonna let him saying he wants it all guaranteed hold you up, yeah. um, especially if you feel like he has some left. And it's only two years. Bang that so. out. Yeah, and you, I'm really, I'm actually really excited. It's either that or, or Jameis Winston. So fifty yeah, million dollars guaranteed. That's no problem. I'm super excited for this upcoming season, simply because of all you know the changes in quarterbacks that we've seen. And I got a question: two quarterbacks that haven't found a home yet, man. Do you think they'll find a home? What do you What, what do you think is gonna happen? Jameis Winston, Cam Newton. Um, Where do you think they should go if they do go anywhere? Um. Well, what are the jobs that are still out there? 
There aren't many. I've heard, um, you still have, listen, I know the Chargers said they were with Tyrod Taylor. You think, would you rather, if you're a Chargers fan, you'd be better off with Cam Newton than Tyrod Taylor? See, the problem is, once again, um. We don't know. We don't know, um. Oh, um. We don't know, um. Cam's health of the foot. Cam Newton's health at all. Oh, okay. All right. So, what about Jameis? Jamie, okay, I'd rather Robert go to Rod Taylor. Okay. Because my whole thing is, like, that defense, you know they just, they are also in free agent. They just picked up um, uh, Chris Harris Jr. They just signed him from the Denver Broncos. Lockdown corner. So now you give that defense, Derwin James, Chris Harris Jr., um, Casey Hayward is out there. And they had the number six pick, I believe, or something or other in the, um, in the draft as well. What if they added Jeff Okuda at Ohio State with the sixth pick to that defense? That that secondary would be, would be lethal. I'm trying to tell you, man. That secondary would be lethal. But um, I think, I don't know, I love Tyrod Taylor, but I just don't think he'll get him over the hump. But, I will, uh, you know, it'll be interesting. But, I mean, do you think Jameis Winston would? Nah, nah, nah. I don't, I don't. Uh, and like you said, Cam, I would, but Cam Newton is interesting because of the foot. The foot thing there, and so you never know. You just don't know, you know, what's going on with this foot. So it's just interesting. Um, Eagles traded a third and fifth pick to Detroit for Darius Slate. You think he's gonna? I don't think much of it. I know you think he's gonna um, be an all star down there. I think the Eagles have more problems. Um, I think the Eagles' biggest problem. Well, the Eagles' biggest problem last year was keeping players on the field, injury-wise, and their secondary on defense. Well, defensively, it was their secondary. Um, that's why I'm in on this pick. I, I do agree they do have more problems, um, you know, offensively, playmakers. Um, but defensively, I think if you're going to address anything on that team, it has to be, you know, uh, the secondary. Um, and Darius Slay, you know, he's a he's a solid, you know, improving, uh, proven top tier cornerback. Um, so you know, I I like the move, unfortunately, <laughs> for for the Eagles, man. I think it's gonna make a difference. You for know, them. I like the move. Of course, yeah, they nah. needed to improve, yeah, but I mean, nah, I, I just don't really think much of it. Nah, he's gonna make a difference for him because this, he's he's just giving them something that they didn't have last year. Um, even Ronald Darby, you know, he was a he's a really good corner for him. He just was hurt. But even him, when he's on the field, Darius Slay is a is a is a rung above him. Um, I think Darius Slay is better. So now you kind of have an island uh, per se. Um, you know, you have a corner that you're comfortable leaving on the island down there now in Philly at all times, no matter uh, who he's matched up against. So that's definitely going to make a, a difference down there in Philadelphia. Unfortunately, again for them, man, uh, I hate to see it, but <clears throat> awesome move for them. And then they, and then they agreed to terms to an extension for him as well. So he's he's down there for I think about like three years, three four years. So locked up. So the Steelers signed Eric Ebron to a two year contract worth twelve million dollars. That's a good move. Okay, here we go. We just talked about Jameis Winston, right? The Pittsburgh Steelers. We watched what Mike Tomlin just did last season. With with the with the carousel at quarterback, and yeah, Big Ben is gonna come back. But would you rather have Jameis Winston behind Big Ben? And I think you know Mike Tomlin would be. I think Jameis would be perceptive of that, coming to Pittsburgh and sitting behind 
Big Ben, and you got Mike Tomlin as your coach. James Winston has to be a backup. You feel? Oh yeah, exactly. What? What? I think that would be a good fit in Pittsburgh to wait behind. You know, because I would take him over those. You know, the two guys they. Duck James or whatever the guy's name is, uh, Devlin Hodges and Mason Rudolph, I would take Jameis over both of those guys, hands down. So if he would be open to it, that's a team. Because look, regardless if Big Ben comes back or not, I'm not, I'm not betting my money on him being healthy. Me either, for, or even on in the state past exactly. next year or whatever. It, if he does make it, it to the end of the year, boom. Because so. a few, a lot, like it was four years ago or something. He won. He was contemplating retirement. So, yeah. You know, so if I'm um if I'm Pittsburgh, I might try to take a look at Jameis Winston and bring him in. New eyes, Jameis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He threw thirty for thirty with the old eyes. Now if you can keep that thirty and reduce the other thirty minus twenty, get it down to about ten. Shoot, maybe even get it down to about fifteen. Cause what was the Bucks record last year? They weren't horrible. You um, get what I'm saying? They were horrible, but seven of their games were only by one. They are. That's what I got. Okay, there you go. So you reduce thirty of the interceptions, get it down to about fifteen or so. You're cooking. You know what I'm saying? You seven of those games. You know, you win six out of those seven. Um, so I think Jameis in, in Pittsburgh would be a nice fit, actually. Man, Tomlin's gonna make it work. Exactly, Tomlin. I think he would be Aaron's. able to get out the best. I think he would be able to get the best out of him. So. That's an interesting fit, man. Um, what else we got over here? Patriots. Uh, good move for the Saints. Well, I was going the Saints re-sign their offensive lineman. Um, I'll go up real fast. Yeah. Yep, Saints re uh, re-signed their offensive lineman, Andreas Pink, five year, fifty seven million, two time pro baller. Nobody's leaving. Um, New Orleans. Yeah. And Drew Brees side until Drew Brees is done. Yep. Pretty much. Why would you want to leave Drew Brees? Uh, Mr. Your boy Melvin Gordon found a home. Yeah, the Chargers. Oh yeah, we skipped over that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, uh, not the, the Chargers. Broncos. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, with the Broncos. The Broncos, my bad. Two year deal. So keeping it in the division, just going, you know, up taking to it personal. I yep. would take it personal hey, too. Hey, I got I no mean, problem with it. It's gonna be interesting to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do up in Denver with uh with Melvin Gordon now. I don't really think too much of it. Um, who's their quarterback? Um, Drew Locke. Yeah. Like Drew Locke this yep, year. Yeah, yeah. They released Joe Flacco because he's not good. Like that. Yeah, they let him go. Um, as they should have, man. Yeah, like you said, he wasn't doing anything for him. <laughs> um, the, the experiment didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, Anthony Edwards from Georgia declares for the NBA draft. Yes. As they should have. Uh, as he should have. We really don't know where the when the draft's going to be, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, what do you feel about this? The Cowboys reaching an agreement with Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Um, one year, $4 million. It's just a, eh. I hate the Cowboys, man. You know, last year they was my Super Bowl pick in the preseason, mm-hmm. and they quickly funked it up. Yeah. Funked it all up, man. It was not good for me. But hey, man, my cheese made it there as long as I got, as long as I got the other side out the way. Adam Silver, he came out and said uh, what his options are. He gave three options. Listen up. I'd say I'm looking at three different things here. One is, of course, when can we restart and operate as we've known it? 19,000 fans and buildings, and sort of that's one set of criteria. Then option two is 
how would we re- should we consider restarting without fans and what would that mean because presumably um, if you had a group of players and staff around them and you could test them and you could follow some protocol doctors health officials may say it's safe to play so that's sort of second set of circumstances and then the third option that we're looking at now and i would say all suggestions welcome is that as i sort of beginning of this interview i've mentioned the impact to me on the national psyche of having no sports programming on television and one of the things we've been talking about are there conditions in which a group of players could compete you know and maybe it's for a giant fundraiser or just for the collective good of the people I'd say I'm looking at three different things. All right, man. What do you think? I'm pretty sure he just don't know. He's just trying to give us a bunch of just answers. He's like, he just said, man, we're open to discussion. Yeah, he don't know. Obviously, my choice is what was the option two? I forgot which one was the option where um, the season just resumes but without fans. Um, that that's my choice if that's possible. If having that is possible, um, that's the, that's the option I vote for. Um, yeah, I really wouldn't even want another option, you know. Without that, I just I, I just want to see the season resume, man, um, however in. possible. I'm thinking I'm set in with the tough reality that man, it might not be your season. Yeah, because if this drags out, you know, into you know, like next season time, then they they are just gonna have well to just, call the crap. Yeah, you might as well just start it up the next call season. It, you man. Know, this season didn't happen. As a Lakers fan, I feel bad. I, I know Lakers and Clippers fans. I know Clippers fans especially. This is their mm-hmm. one year, man, that it was for real, for real here. You know what I'm saying? It's no Steph, no Clay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if they do start late enough, you know, KD might be healthy. Everybody's back. Steph is back. Clay is back. Uh, KD is back. Yeah. And, I mean, if they're going to have the draft, I mean, are they going to have that? They might as well have the draft. I mean, I don't understand. Are they going to have the draft and then not play? They might as well just start a new season. If it, I'm pretty sure it's going to leak into the new season, man. Yep. But... The big three, Ice Cube said, hey, we got your fix if you want some basketball. Oh, yeah, they're doing, explain so what they're doing. They're doing they a plan little... to launch a quarantined reality show style three-on-three tournament um, in April to, you know, help us out, man, because we starving here, man. We yeah, going I through. wanted to mention we also, starving. I wanted to also mention, like, uh, what Adam Silver said, the national psyche of having no sports. Yeah, it's, it's driving for, because some people, this, this is how they cope with, just how they get away from reality sometimes, tapping into sports. Yeah, and when there's, that some, was really important what he sports, said, like, man, yeah. People are really going crazy. So, literally, so, Ice Cube is doing this. It's going to be, um, so, yeah, it's going to be multiple TV, uh, they're having uh, conversations with multiple TV networks right now. Um, Ice Cube said it's gonna uh, it's gonna feature sixteen to twenty two players um, from the Big Three who were negative uh, for for the coronavirus. They're gonna be quarantined in L.A. Uh, they said Joe Johnson, Zach Randolph, and Greg Oden might participate. A lot to work out uh, yet, but um, to make sure they're you know they're safe, they're gonna be quarantined in a big and oh in a big house. You know, to make I mean, sure. Like I said, you can curse, uh, man. Montgomery College is out. <laughs> Basketball court <laughs> facility, all that will be built on site. So um, so they won't have to go anywhere. All that's going to be there on site. It's going to be one big one big compound, kind of. If a player breaks quarantine at any point during the tournament, he will be eliminated, removed from the premises. 
you know, um, the games and the players' daily lives. They would be captured on camera. You know, you, you know, add the drama. It's reality TV, man. Um, and the production crew uh, would be stationed nearby but off-site from the players. It would be seven rounds of games um, with teammates reshuffling after the first round. When a player accumulates three losses, he is eliminated. Cash, cash prizes totaling millions of dollars would be awarded to first, second, and third place individual winners. As long as we can protect the players, what we will do through proper testing and quarantine, Ice Cube, and I feel we can give bas- we can give fans some safe, entertaining brand of basketball to get everyone through this pandemic. Um, Quarantinez told Yahoo Sports, uh, and you know, that's it. That's pretty much it, man. So uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully they can you know make some shake and make that happen uh, because that sounds dope. That sounds real cool. I'm, I'm here for the drama. Spice it up any way possible. Mm-hmm. I don't have anywhere to that go. That sounds very interesting. We definitely need some sports in. Mm-hmm. We're going to be tuned in. <laughs> nah, tell them what you about last <laughs> night. Jamal Adams. I forgot yesterday. Jamal Adams over here on Twitter talking about some. I remember everybody drafted in front of me. Uh, this man, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, going to ruin his moment. Like, bro, it's only it was only five people. Exactly. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> nah, seriously though, man. Mitchell, Miles Garrett, Mitchell Trubisky, Solomon Thomas, Leonard Fournette, Corey Davis. Out of those five, two of them Leonard, don't Davis. deserve to be there. Corey Davis, Mitchell Trubisky, <laughs> Miles Garrett. I mean, you know. Hey, man, Patrick Mahomes was drafted what? Exactly. Who exactly. knows? Tenth. Exactly. Uh, Solomon Thomas, he's making noise up there in San Fran, man. Um, and Leonard Fournette, you know, solid, real good running back. Corey Davis, Mitch, don't belong to be there. But Jamal Adams, calm down, man. It was like he said, it was five people, bro. It was only five people, dude. It's not that. Marshawn Lattimore was drafted 11th for what it's worth to the Saints. So, I mean, he's pretty happy. Um, our predictions from the NBA uh, awards, man. We don't know when the NBA awards is going to be, so it's going to be today, I guess, for on J and J. Uh, these predictions were done on the tenth month. What is that? It's October. Yeah, October twenty first, twenty nineteen, a couple months ago. My MVP was uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yours was Steph Curry. Uh, I think I got that MVP race, even though people are trying to push that LeBron narrative. Yeah, if I had to choose MVP today, it would be Steph. What? Giannis, Giannis, I'm tripping. Oh my God, I said said it's so confident, but no, yeah, Giannis. Yeah, man, even Um, though they're trying to push that um, LeBron narrative. Nah, it's definitely. Our defensive player of the years, I think we're both wrong. I had Rudy Gobert, you had Kawhi. Um, yeah. I think I it would know. have to be Anthony Davis or LeBron. It would either be them or Giannis. Oh, Giannis yeah. It's probably, probably Giannis. Um, I honestly, look, if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm voting, I'm giving it to Giannis. I'm letting him sweep the MVP and the defensive player. <laughs> I'm, giving, I'm giving Giannis MVP and defensive player of the year for this year. Um, but, yeah, I don't – A.D., I think A.D. will be a real strong candidate if the season were to come back or if they ended it and voted. I think uh, is there I another, think it will be between A.D. Is there an, I'm pretty sure there's somebody else we're forgetting over here. Um, We'll ask the Twitter Nation, man, and we'll see what's going on, what they think. 
Yeah, who do they think um, would be a defensive player of the year this year? Rookie of the year, we were both wrong. Um, I had um, Cam Reddish, like a weirdo, and you had R.J. Barrett. That was definitely wrong, too, even though he put up a strong case. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give it to... Um, I definitely would give it to uh, John Morant. Um, yeah, John Morant def- um, definitely got it this year. Um, Zion didn't have enough time to do it, um, mm-hmm. even though he showed out. If he was here all year, then he definitely would have got it, but he's going to be here for way more years. Yeah, and on the defensive player of the year, yeah, it was, I think the race is between Giannis, obviously Rudy Gobert is always in there as well, um, and Anthony Davis. I think those three big men will be in the um, defense. I think it will come down to those three guys. Who would be your fourth? My fourth? Um, mm. It would either be between... uh, That's like a three-way tie for fourth place. LeBron might be trailing a little bit, but I definitely will have Joel Embiid and Kawhi Leonard there. Tied for fourth place. Joel, um, for Joel, it's just the time um, that he's missed. But yeah, I think it would be Giannis and Rudy and AD. One, two, three. Go. All right, on Twitter, I'll put it as um, um, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, Giannis, and uh, Kawhi. Everybody vote. <laughs> and we'll see. We'll see what's going on this year. Yep, see what y'all think about that. Um, our next joint was uh, Coach of the Year. I had Popovich, who clearly lost, and you had Mike Malone, who I believe clearly lost as well. Um, Budenhauser is the second year in a row. I'm for the Bucks. Or you want to give it a Vogel? Um, or Doc Rivers? Man, give me a second. Give me a second. Let me look at something. I think I would have to give it to Budenhauser for two years in a row um, of being on top. Being on top of the whole league, I believe. Two yeah, years straight. That, man, that's, that's tough to do. Two years that's straight. Really to do. And I think uh, mm-hmm. there was no bumps in the road. Like, nobody was ever on top of them, even for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I think... Frank Vogel's yeah. case um, was his first year. First year on the job. Yeah. Number one in the West. All those expectations. All year. All right, there's okay. Well, there. I think this is the tough. I think this is the tight race this year. That's why. Yeah. I, that's why I had to pull some up because those are the two obvious you got names. Doc Rivers. Who? Um, I'm not even throwing Doc Rivers. I don't got his name in there. I'm going on the eastern side. Yeah, you got the Bucks. I'm thinking about Nick Nurse and the Nurse, Toronto Raptors. Very interesting. I think. This year. I think. Even man, lost Frank, Danny Green, yeah, lost Kawhi Frank Leonard. Vogel. I love him as well, but Coach of the Year for me. Nick Nurse down in Toronto, what he lost, and Kawhi Leonard, and what a lot of people, you know, assumed and thought the Raptors' year would be, looked second in the East. Very few people outside of Toronto, you know, had him in, you know, second in the East, even even fourth or fifth in the East, maybe. Um, so maybe Nick Nurse can be thrown in there on the West. OKC. Billy Donovan, because I know a lot of it's gonna go into you know Chris Paul, and you know he's a floor general. He's a he's a that's a that's a second coach. You know what I'm saying? But at the, um 
I think we got to give some attention to that as well nah, because of I'm what sorry. they lost. I'm one of the people but that I give, would it, give, it, give it all to Chris Paul. I would give it more. Yeah, that's why I would give it more to on the Eastern side. I really like what Nick Nurse has done, man. 46 and 18. Yeah. 46 and 18 and, and at this point. He was going through a lot of injuries. You know what I'm saying? But to me, Budenhauser, come on, man. I know, I know, but you two got... Two years straight. I know, but two years... You got the MVP and maybe the defense. I got it. That factor same into it. on the other side. That has exa- Anthony Davis and Exactly. And, and that's why I'm bringing up Nick Nurse. And I had And notice clear, I'm not fighting for clear, those two. I had a clear... I'm fighting for the underdog. They have, they might I'm have fighting a for the game, guys. They might have a 10-game uh, or... Oh no, I'm now fighting. it's closer, but... There was a time where it was like a long, it was it was a long distance yeah. to get to them. Yeah, it was. I mean, the I think the, but I'm fighting for the guy that lost a top three player and still got his team hey, at 46. And Danny that's Green. why I'm yeah. And Danny Green. That's why I'm and like Pascal was injured. Frank Vogel in them and cats. Pascal and his whole team actually. Yeah, all of his starters was injured. Listen, if I had a vote, I think I might go Nick Nurse because there is no Giannis, there is no Andrew DeCumbo. I mean, there is no LeBron or AD. You lost your LeBron. You lost your Giannis in the off season, um, and you didn't really replace him with anybody. And to your point. Marcus Saul, I ain't seen it. I haven't seen him in basketball court. All of their starters, when. all of their starters yeah, have been injured they, this whole year. And you're still Kyle able Lowry to sit had, here. had um had a um had yeah. a fractured or broken thumb at at um beginning of the season. Yep. Um, and you still sit there. Um, at forty six and um, who I forgot? I forgot his damn name. At forty six and 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 Fred and Van Vliet. Jalen, man, you on the show? You on the podcast, man? You are on the J and J every day. Yes, sir. Podcast. My What's bad. going on, What Jaylen? is going on? Happy belated birthday. Oh, matter of fact, I forgot, man. It was Jason's birthday throughout the weekend, man. Oh yeah, man. We hey, already gave some gunshots last time. I yeah, I think so. But man, look, we talking about who will be coach of the year because we don't got nothing to talk about. So we just if the season ended. All right, look, you got Frank Vogel, obviously phenomenal job. You got Mike Budenholzer. Obviously, phenomenal job. I'm over here throwing Nick Nurse up in there because the Raptors are sitting at 46 and 18. Everyone's been injured all season long, and you lost your Giannis. You lost your LeBron in the offseason when Kawhi left. I and you're still sitting there at 46 and 18, I, second in the East. I yeah. say it's Budenhauser because it's been two years straight. He's been leading the whole league. I feel that, but you're probably going to have a back-to-back MVP and maybe defensive player in the year. And on the flip side, Frank Vogel, yeah, you know, the Lakers had a slow start, but you still got LeBron and AD yeah. on that side. And the only Nick thing Nurse got Vogel's- Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet, and those guys been in and out the lineup all year. Still 46 and 18. So what you think? What you think, man? I mean, it's hard to say because you got to remember the Raptors have always been good, even when Dwayne Casey was there. Yeah. So when he left, we all thought that they were still going to be intact. We knew that they wasn't going to be terrible, but they were still going to be intact. And then I think the first year he left, they got Kawhi. I'm not sure. but So it's not like the Raptors were ever terrible. You know what I'm saying? They were always good for a little while. They just... You know what I'm saying they weren't that good in the playoffs, so, but through the injuries as well, that's what's getting me because All their the key starters. players, yeah, have been hurt for you know a good amount of the year. Marcus Saul, we haven't seen Ask him, and God knows hurt. when for you know. So I get what you're Long saying, but I'm like, man, you know they've been solid. They've been solid. 
you know, it's kind of still been there. They plugged in a few other people, bro, bro. And then, and then a lot of other people came on strong, you know what I mean? Fred Van Fleet showed what he could do. I mean, I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to giving it to Nick Nurse, you know, especially because what we're trying to do is hang, their, hang all their success last year on Kawhi Leonard. But like I said, they've always been good in the regular season. Like, we're not expecting for them to win a championship, you know what I'm saying? Coach of the Year is a regular season award, so I can't necessarily say, oh, yeah, we got to give it to Nick Nurse, knowing well that, you know, they, they've done good in the regular season for years now, bro. And then you throw in the fact that, you know, they the East teams, I believe, play more East teams than West teams. You got to think that East oh, yeah, is yeah, real shaky. No matter what y'all say, the East don't got no LeBron no more. Man, I don't know what to say about that. Not to take away anything from Nick Nurse, though. I still got to go ahead and give it to him, man. Because that lineup, you know, the injuries they fought through. So who and was your pick? They've counted on guys like Chris Boucher, you know, to step up and play big minutes. Um, and he's done that this year. And I, that wasn't a knock at him. He's solid coming along from Oregon. Um, it's good to finally see him get some minutes. But I do think either the Bucks. Hey, and speak up, Jalen. Oh uh, yeah, up. speak up. I think the Bucks or Lakers coach is gonna get it. But who you think? Nah, my pick would maybe be the Grizzlies coach if he keep them in that joint. Like, oh uh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I oh, that's a good under. Up. That's a good underrated pick. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. I don't believe that's gonna fly though. I don't either. But you gotta think like that is a coach of the year. The you know. Are, look at all the teams that are battling, or even. Honestly, or even Billy Donovan, and I really don't like Billy. Donovan. I I mentioned that, but we we agreed that you know the Chris Paul factor might uh is gonna trump Billy Donovan. Nah, bro. We gonna nah, bro. we I gonna mean, give I mean, it to yeah, the Chris yeah, Paul yeah. factor because he's a he's yeah. a de facto second think, coach. But you gotta think. But you gotta think. You're, you're never going to get that type of. You're never gonna win a battle like that. Nobody's ever gonna say, "Oh, because this player, that's why they won." Either you know what I'm saying you got a good record and nobody expected it, or you don't. At the end of the day, none of you guys probably thought that Chris Paul was gonna be the difference in them making the playoffs. And, I'm sorry, and, I'm sorry. I did at the beginning of the season. I did. I honestly said this on this show. Man, I mean, I you, I ain't know. I mean, I said, I said, I honestly did. Hey, um, and another thing, you're probably gonna say Trey Young, but at the beginning of the show, this is why this is why it all this, this is why it all came up. At the beginning of the year, uh Sean asked us who we thought was better, Chris Paul or Trey Young Trey Young. He said Trey Young, I said Chris Paul because I just feel like his leadership would just take the team farther and you know what I'm saying? And it did this year. Um I You're mean, probably yeah, still I'm, gonna I'm say still, Trey Young. I'm still, gonna, I'm still gonna give it to Chris Paul, but you never know, like, what if you plug Trey Young? I'm not saying that he can do the same thing, but I'm saying Trey Young got a lot of rookies around him, too, you know. It's a lot of inexperience around him, maybe two, three-year players or a lot of rookies on that team. Yeah, that was uh, Jason's point, but I was like, man. Yeah, that's I my mean, whole point. I was like, OKC doesn't Young. have that much. I, nah, yeah, man, OKC does, man. They got some seasoned guys over there. But been before this, some everybody stuff, man. thought it wasn't enough. Uh, it wasn't enough talent to think that. Uh, I know, but now that you see the success, you understand why. You do see that you underestimated the vets that they had. As on the Hawks, they don't. They got like I said, they got Vince Carter. I never see. I maybe because I never watched a Thunder game like that. Oh, you don't see it? Oh, nah, yeah. Let me break it down for you, man. Let me tell you something, man. He about to bring up SGA. 
He loves this man, Sean Gilders Alexander, fool. Boy, I'm the president of the SGA fan club. You talking <laughs> I mean, to him you know, when he you know, came out. Guy, yes, know? sir. So, I loved him when he came out. So that year when he played, I saw it. You know what I mean? I, I saw I saw how good he could be because of his pace. Like, he just plays at his mm-hmm. own pace, at his own speed. And he was just able to do a lot of things. So I agree. But he's still a, a what? This is his first year, basically, because, you know, NBA is, is rookie then year one. Yeah. So I, I really don't. I, didn't, but, I wasn't expecting for them to be in the playoffs, bro. And not at no four or five. Seasons. Nah, yeah. I wasn't expecting this. But when you watch, like, when you compare SGA to the young guards in the game, what do we, who do we bring up? We bring up Trey. We bring up, like, De'Aaron Fox, maybe. Who else gets brought up? Like, I think. I mean, all right, Trey Young. Outside of that, who can you definitively say is better than SGA? Yeah, he's up there. You know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't, like you said, I can definitively say somebody's better than him. But, I mean, I would definitely put him up there if somebody made an argument for whoever. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't be able to argue. The only thing that I would say SGA has over a lot of guards is his durability, too. You really don't hear about him, you know, getting injured or sitting out of a lot of games. Oh, yeah. Look at okay, like he was uh, very healthy all year. Yeah, you look at somebody like De'Aaron Fox, who's very good, you know what I'm saying? But we don't hear about him, one, because he's in sack, and two, because yeah, he's injured, too. Gets lost. You know what I'm saying? He gets injured a lot, so that gets lost in it, too. So, yeah, SGA definitely up there, you know what I mean? I, again, you know, I'm not sure anybody was really expecting that out of him. I wasn't expecting him to come on this strong, neither. But, again, I love Kentucky guards. Usually the ones that are good, you already know when they're coming out that they're going to have some type of success. So it's not surprising that he's doing what he's doing. Like I said, especially because when he was in college, he wasn't even starting at first. And then when he got his chance, you really got a chance to see him just play. And it was just something about him where, like, he was either crafty or just playing at his own speed that you really couldn't understand why he was able to score or be able to distribute the way that he was. But he's a pretty good player, man. Oh, and let me be honest. I just heard what you said. Um I didn't expect this exact thing. I just expected them to okay. be good. I didn't expect them to be like fourth and the fourth or fifth and the yeah, worst. Yeah, this is. No, such, yeah. I, I expected I mean, them look, to be in the playoffs. Look, we, all, right, all right, listen, listen. Steven Adams, solid. We slept on Danilo Gallinari because he was injured often down in um down for the Clippers. You feel me? It was like he's yeah. a scorer. He's always been a scorer. Could always give you a bucket. But he was. He, I think he was injured uh, a lot of last year. So, you know, when we saw he got traded, you know, we didn't, you know, okay, Danilo Gallinari. But I think he – didn't he play for the Knicks at a time? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, was, way back when, like, he's run. always been that a bucket. He, yeah, he could always give you, uh, you know, some buckets. Um, SGA, um, Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder. Bro, like, you're, you're, naming, you're naming always a lot of people. You're naming a lot of people that you wouldn't think could get you to the playoffs, though. Always you know solid. Yeah, that's what I was – that was my point. That was my point. Nah, because when they know they got a top to bottom team, man. When you look at their squad, and then then you add Chris Paul, and then no, that's what I'm saying. I said once you realize it, that's what I started. That's what I started this whole spiel off with. I said once you look and you sit back and you analyze why they are this good, I understand it. I see it. I'm not like Jalen where he still doesn't understand why they fourth and fifth. No, I understand it. Why they're compared to the Rockets, where the Rockets are sitting at fifth, where, yeah, you got James Harden and Russell Westbrook, but outside of that, you got guys that aren't better than folks who I just named. They got a better roster than the Rockets do top to bottom. You just got star power. 
and it's not working. And and you feel me in Houston? What do you know? That style. I don't know if I three point. What you mean? I said no because I said I said top to bottom. No, you but, have James Harden, Russell Westbrook. After you got Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, PJ. All them okay, Stephen Adams, Danilo Gallinari, PJ Tucker. Who you taking? But listen though, but listen, you get what I'm saying? Like, Daniel House. But Dennis really Schroeder. When Houston go up against people, it hasn't been or they got a better roster from top to bottom. It's been it's been personnel. They got yeah. I, Harden, so you can't, you can't I know. Top the bottom roster, bro. I it's know. Bottom roster, you have to hear Houston's not really up there. They just got a lot of pieces around James Harden. I, that's what I'm saying, though. I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's why the o, that's why OKC is able to be where they are right now compared to these other teams like Houston. Because Houston's roster, yeah, they fit around James Harden, but they're not better per se. You get what I'm like? His role players are not better. OKC got a bunch of guys that are kind of like role players, but they all buy in. You get what I'm saying? To their roles led by Chris Paul. And he's able to elevate them. You feel me? You get what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, Whereas in I Houston... You give me, you got Russ and um, James Harden. The other guys know their roles and they buy in, but it's so, you know, it's so top heavy. The margin for error is a lot smaller. There you go. That's what I should have said. The margin for error, I feel like with OKC and their roster is maybe greater for some of these other teams um, than these other teams. We've seen OKC come back from real big deficits this year. Um, and I think that's because they're able to match up very differently. There you go. I don't know. Their roster. I can see it when I look at OKC's roster. I didn't see it at the beginning of the year, but now when I look at how good they are, it makes sense to me. Maybe it's because I'm an OKC you know, fan and I kind of understand their roster still. I don't know, but it makes sense for me when I look at it. I mean, again, I, I ain't see it in that Houston analogy. I, I still don't just because, like I said, man, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? But Houston... A lot of their roles are pretty simple, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just space the floor and be able to knock down that trade. That's really it. So when you try to compare them to Houston, it's just like Houston role, they're not asked to really do a lot, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. see, they got a pretty, they got a pretty, you know what I'm saying, normal, normal team role where you might have this guy rebound, this guy uh, play the best defender. Not saying that Houston don't got that, but Houston is mainly offensive-minded, you know what I mean, and a lot of things that they do. And they're going to beat you offensively more than they are defensively. So, I don't know. I just look at OKC, and I just see, yeah, the Chris Paul factor, just to get back on where we was at, the Chris Paul factor is huge, but I have to give it to Billy Donovan. Even if he ain't doing nothing at all, it's hard to say, you know, Chris Paul being that age, that he's uplifting this team to where they are. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it's all Chris Paul, but – Man, Billy Donovan probably do need to get that get that oh, award because he's keeping a team like Portland out of the playoffs, bro. He's keeping, you know what I mean? Like Portland's Portland, Portland not the same team that they. I were, was about to say I wasn't. It's not big to me. I wasn't high on them to start but, the season. But 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 in comparison, in comparison, let's say Portland played. Let's say Portland got in right as the seventh seed or whatever. Not saying that it's possible, but let's say like Portland got in and they had a matchup like Denver. Definitively, would you say that Denver would beat Portland? 
No. Um, this season. Denver is never uh is when, never when, a scary team. Yeah. Everybody's when always getting, salivating they're, to they're play getting, Denver. Uh, they're getting Nursing back, whatever his name is. They're getting him back. Um, they added Trevor Reza. You know what I mean? Like, would you say definitively that they're going to beat Portland this year if they got into the playoffs? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Definitively, you would say yes. you would say that you would say that yes. um, the Grizzlies would be would, would be. Uh, I mean, not the Grizzlies. Uh, defend, you would say that Denver would beat the Grizzlies. Is C.J. McCollum still playing the way he's played all season? Even if everyone's healthy, then yes. If they're still playing the way they're playing, then yes. If everyone's still healthy, then yes. I still think that they would lose because I mean, C.J. McCollum had been that guy, and if not that guy, then they have no I shot. Mean, he, he had, but you've seen what happened when he went out. He had a couple. He had thirty point games, forty point games. So uh-huh. it's, it's that's not he can't do it. Still trying to figure out everything too, because you got to think they added in. What is that? Maybe three new pieces to along with them. I'm basing so it's really it. just him and C. It's just really him and them. That's that's clear. They went and got they added Melo. They went and added Trevor Reza. They went and added some white stuff. That's a lot of trouble right there. I'm and they got Andrew on top of that. That's how they turn. From based on what I've seen this season, my answer would be yes to them. Definitively, they're going to be Portland. My answer would be yes to Denver. Nah, Denver's been going through a lot of injury problems. I don't know. Um, I can't. I, I wouldn't be able to say that definitively. And, you know what I'm saying? That's all I And the Blazers are streaky. They've still been moving. And no, but, but we're eliminating injuries. Everyone would be healthy. That's what I'm saying. Everyone's healthy, but they're still playing. I thought we the were saying if, been... it, if it ended the day. Because nah, in my cause opinion. he's saying Yusuf Nurk is back as well. He's healthy and No, but I'm saying, I'm saying this season is done. I'm saying um, <laughs> we have I'm... to go along like this. Season is over, man. We yeah, but he's he's assuming everyone's healthy for Denver for both oh, teams. For That's why I'm saying as long as we're basing it off of the play that we've seen this season, even if everyone's healthy, then yeah, I'm still definitively oh, nah. saying I that Denver Blazers will be getting done. a shot. Blazers got a shot. Nah, I'm still saying that because based on what I've seen this season, I'm not buying Blazers the Blazers. Get there, though. Even if they're healthy, I wouldn't buy them. Man, we just need basketball back. There's some, there's some BS. There's man. no basketball back. You gonna tune into the Big Three reality? Show? Oh yeah, you heard about that, Jay? They have a Big Three reality. They're show, gonna bro. take uh, sixteen to twenty-two players and quarantine them in LA, and have a seven-round tournament. Um, and they're gonna uh, film the the games and you know their day-to-day life, um, like reality TV style in April. Hey. These niggas just making money by doing anything. <laughs> 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 yeah, you get, man, they try to get money wherever, man. It's always money bro, to and, be made. And to be honest with you, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate on it because this is probably the best time to do some stuff like that. It's definitely the best time to do some stuff. Hey. Damn, y'all niggas filming big three now, bro. I'll the be, whole and making it a reality show, bro. I'll be watching, man. I'll be watching. Yeah, I mean, hey, real quick, bro, man, man, we might as well go down the list while you're still here. Um. Uh, six man of the year. We both pick Lou Williams. Well, I mean Lou Williams. Uh, I'm pretty sure he still got it this year. Um, yeah, Who I can't really think of nobody I'm off the top of my head right off now. The top of my head. all the low management it's, they was doing this year. It's sad. It's sad because once NBA left, you know what I'm saying. I, I can't really remember. Yeah, I feel like it's been gone for like three months, and it's really it's only really been, been like a week or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but I can't off the top of my head. I can't think of anybody I guess else. It's Lou Williams. So we'll give it to him for now. Uh, most <laughs> improved player I had Julius Randle, and these are from from October. Yeah, last we year. picked these in October. October last, last year. year. He had Julius Randle. Who did I have? Shy Gilders. Oh yeah, I'm rolling with my pick. SGA. Uh, I'm picking uh Brandon Ingram. 
Oh yeah, Brandon man. I pick. might have to pick Brandon Ingram. Um, it's either Brandon Ingram. I mean, oh, the 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 most improved player is is hard because it could be a player that was good and he it could turned be it up even more. Pascal like, it would have been Pascal, but he got injured though. Mm-hmm. Um, bro, like, you could you could have thrown Luca in that joint, bro. He got the most triple doubles. Uh, right Luca. Look, like I said, like, that like, good I know at the end of the day, it's probably a player that makes a huge jump. Man, Luca made a huge jump. You can nah, arguably say that he's year. top ten right now. You need to learn how to play some defense, though. That'll come next. Shoot, I mean, yeah, but his playmaking ability and his ability that's what the Mavericks are missing. Everything, I mean, he really makes that team run. But yeah, I would probably give it to Brandon Ingram. It was somebody else that came to mind, but I can't remember them right now. Who I was going to place over Brandon Ingram? No, it wasn't Bam out of bio. Right Brandon Ingram, he's taking a hit right Bam now because could, um because Zion yeah. is back. You can look at his production and say like, it's I, I really don't Zion came. to stay there next year. I think the Pelicans need him, but I think Brandon Ingram needs his own team. Yeah, so. Brandon would probably be better off. What about Lonzo? Else. Is he like in fifth place in that game? Nah, because Lonzo just started to turn yeah, it up. Yeah, it's just coming on. Uh, Bam out of bio is in there as well. Yeah, I would I would throw Bam in there. He could get some some serious recognition, but it's probably either Bi or it's somebody else. Sean Gilgis is in there. there. I know his name gonna get tossed, but he probably in the same boat as Bam. Uh, yeah, probably give it to Brandon for now. Who else? Uh, we had our leading scores. I don't know who the leading scorer was this year. Who was the leading scorer this year? Um, I don't know. We'll find that out while we're going on. Um, uh, our champions, I had the Lakers, you had the Clippers. Oh, well, that's TBD. Yeah. <laughs> and James Harden is this year's leading scorer currently. Our running up, uh, we were both wrong. We had the Sixers. Oh, yeah. We both don't have the Sixers going up for the Eastern Conference um, Championship. Uh, our most di- disappointed team, I had the Clippers. I was wrong. You had the Utah Jazz. Wrong. Uh, our most disappointed team, well, to me, It'd either be the Hawks or the Sixers. Um, for me, nah, it can't be the Hawks. They too young. Yeah, that's what I be trying to tell him, man. I be telling him the Hawks are so young, bro. He be so hard on the young no, Hawks. No, that's only bro. compared to it was the, like, our, bro. the Hawks were both our, our most surprising team, bro. Yeah, I thought they were gonna be surprising, but I I didn't think just because they're this bad. I'm not super shocked. They're so young, bro. I be trying to tell you, bro. They don't got Trey has nobody. So I'm not no well, yeah, bro. He just got young guys. Oh, you wanna know you wanna know who could have won um most improved player, but they cooled out a lot? Who? Devontae Graham. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why that's, I didn't bring him up. That's who I was changing my pick to. He could have. But he cooled he cooled down a lot. And that's gonna be the tough that's gonna be the tough part about this whole most improved situation, cause now with this whole NBA layover or this NBA uh, layoff, you know what I'm saying? Players, the players who were hot at the time, you know what I'm saying, are gonna be either are gonna still be hard, not gonna be. Hard. It's gonna be hard to pick this situation for real, for real. Cause Devontae Graham, like I said, cooled down a lot. So did Brandon Ingram. As soon as they got Zion back, the production kind of fell off a little bit. I'm not saying that he can't play with them. But I just think Brandon Ingram need his own team. I I wouldn't say go to New York, but that's looking like a very likely place for him. That if I was him, I would at least consider, because that's me right there. And I might get another pick. 
I mean, and I'm more than likely going to have a number one pick to roll aside me. Like, what if, you know, he gets somebody like, what if they get somebody like, you know, uh, the ball brother, you know what I'm saying? What if they get uh, him to come? That's a good point guard to be mm-hmm. playing with to get you to rock. Even if they want to go shooting guard situation and go and get Anthony Edwards, I'm not saying that I would do that, but you got another capable scorer. In this league, you need two superstars. If he's saying Brandon Ingram a superstar, shoot, I'm betting, I'm betting bank that Anthony Edwards going to be a superstar the way that he played. So that's a good little piece right there to go along with y'all. You'll pick up a point guard in the free agency some way, somehow, or at least somebody to get them the ball. I don't, so, I don't I know. You. If I'm him, I might leave. I know I hear you about leaving, but I got to pause on the Knicks, not even for basketball reasons, man, just because you don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, that's not even joking. Like, I'm so sad that has, that's going to factor in the player's decision, I feel like, to go there. But I, I, but I think I think for them, if they're able to get a coach, I don't think it's going to really matter. I think if they get the coach, they set themselves up with these two-year deals. I don't know if they're player options or team options. No, team options yeah, I don't, but they set themselves up yeah. to where, like, they can basically still clean house again next year. Yep, that's what they did. That's the only reason this offseason when they struck out, I was like, look, it's clearly a loss on the Knicks side, clearly a horrible offseason. But the only encouraging thing, if you were a Knicks fan, was like, all right, it kind of sort of seems like they got a plan because they did do all the two-year deals, you know, uh, so they're going to have all that money when uh, all the big fish are in free agency again. I look at somebody like I'm not going to even say. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to even say uh, uh, Mark Jackson because it just seemed like they're not going to give my man a chance. But I look I at somebody know. like Jason Kidd, bro. I look at somebody like Jason Kidd. If 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 the Nets are really going to go out to Ty Lue, I don't know if the Lakers is going to keep everybody on that staff. So somebody going to get pulled, and yep. then it could be J. Kidd. Like, you give somebody like J. Kidd, I don't know how good he is as a coach, per se, you know what I mean? But I know as a player, you know what I'm saying, what he did, he going to have the respect of that locker room and he going to be able to get them to play. At the same time, you don't need a head coach to be able to know all the X's, the O's, the defense, and all that. That's why you hire yourself a good staff. I think he'll be able to get himself a good staff. And I think if they do that, they could be right back in the mix. But you never know with the Knicks. You you have all these plans and aspirations for them, but they'll go out there and they'll mess it up for real. You never know. Man, I don't think that. Appreciate you coming yeah, on the man, show, bro. Man, right, so that we finna go ahead and get up out of here. I'm I, I'm gonna hit you right back. Give me like all five right. minutes. All right. All right. Our leading scorer, yeah, James, James Harden, man. man, Bradley Beal, number two. 35 guys. points behind, man. Yep. But yeah, man, it's another episode of J&J Every Day. Yes, sir. Happy Friday, man. Stay inside, wash your hands, stay clean, all the good stuff. Hopefully, our shirts are still on the way. Oh, man, I hope so. That's essential. We need I that. I think my guy's still working, man. I'm about to I'm about to hit him up. From Memphis. Shout out to everybody in Memphis that's listening now. Big I shout out. We on the cities. Sure. Hey, who, who, who lives in the Marshall Islands? Mm-hmm. It's somebody that lives in the Marshall Islands that uh showed up on a little drink. Um, our <laughs> trivia question: How many times was Barry Bonds intentionally walked in two thousand four? One twenty. Playing from hey. laptop A three KGP. Every time we wake it up, it does that. He holds the record for most intentional walks, including four in a nine inning game. A hundred. 
uh, a ton of 20 in a season in 2004 and 668 in his career. Um, Where are the two golf balls astronaut Alan Shepard hit on the moon? National and Space Museum, Kennedy Space Center, still on the moon, the Smithsonian Institution. We'll find out on Monday. <laughs> All right, y'all, man. It's been a great time. We out. Like we said, stay six feet away from these people. Six feet to eight. Sanitize your hands, wash them joints, man. Have a great time. J and Jake.